0: on the other side where the world of the mysterious collides with the world of entertainment a discussion of art music movies spirituality the weird and self-discovery and now your hosts musicians and entertainers who have their own weakness for the weird mike and wendy from the band sunspot
1: hey
2: wendy how
0: was your thanksgiving
1: Oh man, it was good. I ate too much, so I guess I consider it a success. How about you?
2: Yes, I ate a supernatural amount of food. <laughs> uh this weekend. I, I I spread out Thanksgiving over several days. Oh wow. Yeah, so so Thursday I ate too much, Friday I ate too much, Saturday I ate too much, and I finished it up with a strong eat too much Sunday. Nicely done. Thank you very much.
1: Congratulations.
2: Yes. And so um my November because uh, it was my birthday and stuff like that in November 2. So I made sure that um I had a whole month of excess. Wow. Yeah. And uh, now we're back to December and I'm trying to clean myself up for at least the three weeks before Christmas. So I'm not a complete um, disgustoid <laughs> by the time we roll into the new year. I'm trying to set myself up for a healthy start to 2015.
1: Well, that's very ambitious of you. I find that I do
2: best with um with programs and projects and stuff like that. So I have to I have to treat myself as a project. Um, just like a, otherwise I you know moderation is not a word that I I really understand well. Ah, uh, understood. Understood. <laughs> so, we'd like to wish everybody who uh, celebrated this last Thanksgiving uh happy Thanksgiving and we'd like to say that we were thankful for you guys listening to our music and listening to our podcast
1: yes thank you so much it means a lot to us and um particularly the last five star review that we received what? on itunes yes we received a brand new one. Oh man i gotta hear this yeah
2: wendy load it up and why don't you read
1: okay. read that lovely review Ooh. to us okay here we go five stars intriguing yes by, by s connor 99 Int- thank you intriguing thank you. Or Scanner 99, if you will. Scanner. (laughs) It says, A continuously entertaining stream of the paranormal and weird. A must listen for any enthusiast of the unexplained. Very, very nicely done.
2: Yes. Succinct. Thank you. Succinct
1: and correct. Thank you, Scanner 99.
2: We completely appreciate it. And that's just a reminder. If you were listening to this and you downloaded it on iTunes, even if you did not download it on iTunes, please find See You on the Other Side podcast On iTunes and we really appreciate those five-star reviews and comments so please
1: keep that's right please keep them coming um, you can also leave them in stitcher oh radio and it just really helps us get the word out to new people who are searching for podcasts they'll they'll see the reviews and perhaps they'll download a few episodes and listen. Yep. So
2: The higher ranking, the more people find us, and the more people find us, the more cool things and uh, more Yay. fun things that we can find for everybody um, <laughs> when we talk about the paranormal and entertainment. Yes, that's right. So, I mean, that's where we are today, it's the paranormal and entertainment. So where we're intersecting them today are rock stars and UFOs, UFOs. Yes.
1: This is exciting because we've been doing a lot of talking about dead people, people coming back and haunting and I, I'm I'm excited to turn this corner and talk about some uh, extraterrestrials
2: yes, something a little more cheerful like UFOs yeah
1: exactly
2: and uh, you know I think that uh rock stars and, or as particularly rock stars and UFOs and, and, and aliens um, you know they 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 do seem to meet up because um. Rock stars are kind of, you know, ethereal beings themselves. You know, they exist outside of themselves in the way that they, they exist in our imaginations as much as they e- exist in real life. You know, our we don't really know Mick Jagger.
1: Yeah, he's he's like a character. He right, he exists
2: in our head. You know, we don't really we when you think of someone like Paul McCartney, you, you you don't think of Paul McCartney as just this this bloke from Liverpool who just made fun songs and things <laughs> like that. You think of him as a legend and you think of him as oh Paul McCartney, he's a he's an a political and animal rights activist and and he's a singer and he does huge and things. And he's a knight. And he's a knight. And you don't think of him as just a a regular guy and <clears throat> oh, Almost in the way that we think of extraterrestrials, we think of rock stars. You know, they. Uh, I was listening to a Canadian podcast the other day, actually. Ooh, and, Canada! And, uh, oh, Canada! Um, and, <laughs> and and I I thought that, that this guy had a really interesting perspective because. Um I mean he had a whole thing of how that you know um aliens are infiltrating our our mass culture and everything but but he was talking about how <clears throat> aliens are influencing um uh our media people our, our rock stars especially because that's how aliens can influence the youth
1: Oh right yeah it's like uh what was that movie with the the rock star that was the vampire uh, the vampire Lestat, or um, I can't remember. I need to. Oh gosh, we could do a whole episode about this, but he was like a a, a mega rock star, you know, and then he was he turned out to be a vampire. And anyway, I'm, but that, that that's the kind of
2: thing that 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 that's how aliens are influent, And he had a whole thing on how uh, John Lennon was abducted, and and I'd like to bring him on the podcast sometime because I, I think he had some interesting stuff. But let's do it. Really, how? Aliens get through to us by getting through to the people that influence us. And, um, you know, you could say that they've been doing it for millennia.
3: Whoa. Yes.
2: And, and so I think a good place to start today—I mean, there's a million places we can start—but um, a, a good place we can start today is the Bible.
1: Okay. There's a lot of rock stars in there. There's a,
2: there is a lot of rock stars. One particular
1: one that's really big. There's
2: a, there's a big rock star in the Bible. He had long hair and a beard. He kind of looked like a guy from the 70s. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of movies that talk about Jesus being an alien and stuff like that. But, and we'll, we'll talk about that sometime. But today we want to go even further back uh, than Jesus. We want to go back to the Old Testament.
1: <laughs> All the way back to the Old
2: Testament <laughs> where, where God was vicious and angry and jealous. Right. Okay. And, so who um,
1: are we talking about, Mike? My anticipation is killing me. We're talking
2: about Ezekiel.
1: Oh, right.
2: And, and you know, when we were in, um, when I was in grade school, and I don't know if you ever sang this song when you were in music class when you were in grade school, but did you ever sing in music class? Ezekiel saw the wheel.
1: Ezekiel saw the wheel. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Way in the middle of the air. Yeah. And uh, so that was a song we, we'd sing it. And it's, it's, a, it's an old folk song. And it's been recorded by guys like Woody Guthrie. Old, um, folk, old folk song, no. not an
1: old folks song.
2: Right. Well, it is kind of an old folks song. I think of Woody <laughs> Guthrie.
1: When you said that, I imagined a bunch of people at a retirement home. Singing it. Yeah, right. And it recorded by John Lee Hooker.
2: I mean, and John Lee Hooker, boom, 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 you know, he's always looking like an old folk to me. (laughs) Paul Robeson, who was a very uh, influential um, African-American actor in the middle of the 20th century uh, and singer and stuff, recorded it as well. And it talked about um, the prophet Ezekiel's divine vision that was the beginning of the Old Testament book of Ezekiel. And uh, the words kind of go, Ezekiel saw the wheel way up in the middle of the air. Now, Ezekiel saw the wheel in a wheel way in the middle of the air. And um, it's all about Ezekiel having a vision of something in the sky, of a wheel in the sky. Hey, even Journey. That's right. Wrote That's us up, good the good wheel song. in the sky, the sky keeps, keeps on, on turning. turning. Yeah. yeah. And And they didn't know where they'll be tomorrow. So that's a it's an influential song, and it's totally about aliens. In fact, um, Ezekiel's uh, vision created a, a school of early Jewish mysticism called Merkava mysticism or chariot mysticism, Ooh. and it was all about the visions that Ezekiel had when he saw a chariot in the sky and um that chariot uh let's just chariot made of many heavenly beings driven by the likeness of a man now he doesn't say big eyes or (laughs) or a small gray creature riding the chariot or anything like that
1: no it's it's stated much more elegantly
2: yes the base structure of the chariot was composed of four beings The beings are called living creatures, Mm. and the bodies of the creatures are like that of people, but each of the creatures have four faces. What? Yeah, corresponding to the four directions that the chariot can go, east, south, north, or west. that's cool. The faces are that of a man, a lion, an ox, and an eagle. And and these were um, the angels that Ezekiel saw in the the sky uh, riding the chariot. Way up. Yep, in the middle of the air. (laughs) <laughs> and and so he's he saw that and and that started a whole kind of um prophetic Judaism um where these guys were they, these prophets they saw the future, um they would predict things for uh the Jewish people, and it it was this whole idea of not just God being in charge and stuff but angels as well, and, and, and angels being God's messengers a, and everything. And um, that, that's all based on this, this initial uh, vision that Ezekiel had. And it created a song that we still sing today um, that's totally about Ezekiel having an ancient astronaut experience huh.
1: thousands of years ago. That's very cool
2: and that's to me that's um at least in in what has become western culture that seems to be the first place where we have uh I mean because back then I mean they didn't know that about aliens and planets and stuff like that they you know they had the sun and the moon and uh if if you saw some, you know now we know what stars are right yeah Well, kind of well you haven't been there but i mean scientifically Yes, we know it's... an star- explanation for them. We have an explanation for what stars are and and things like that. But back then, they'd, they, had no idea. So, you know, they had to put it somewhere in, in a mindset that, that they understood. Thing. Yeah, look at that crap in the sky. That's crazy, man. Um, and they didn't know about these big balls of gas. But they did believe in beings that were greater than humans. And uh, when you would have a vision like that, you know, you wouldn't say like, well, that guy must have come from Sirius B or whatever. Right, yeah. You'd you'd say, well, that's a messenger of God. And um, so, th- you know, th- I think that's a good place to start when we talk about rock stars and UFOs, because that seems to be the first example in Western culture, at least, of, uh, you know, a song and, and a folklore and a mysticism that was created by the sighting of a UFO. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, we could we could. There's a whole bunch of different Rockstar UFO stories, but oh, I yeah. think I think we should move. You know, for today's episode at least, we should just talk about my personal favorite one. Oh man,
1: who's okay? I'm now. I really want um, to know. Okay,
2: let's talk about the Red Rocker. What? Sammy Hagar. Yeah. The man, yeah. He can't drive 55 because he's flying a spaceship. <laughs> no, you know. Sammy H- what are your feelings on Sammy Hagar?
1: I you know I don't have a a, a violent <laughs> feeling about him one way or the other honestly. <laughs> um, I, okay. You know I I like Van Halen. I liked David Lee Roth a lot and I also I have no problems with the Sammy Hagar years. Um I don't know that much. I haven't seen Van Halen live or anything ever so I can't really you don't have strong feelings about Sammy. Right, exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I I have strong feelings you about do.
1: Sammy. You right? do. I know I do. you do.
2: I like Sammy. I like I Can't Drive 55. I like Three Lock Box. Um, well, I like Mash Tequila. I like Mash Tequila, too. <laughs> Those are great songs. I feel like once he joined Van Halen, it shouldn't have been called Van Halen anymore. Oh, Really? Yeah, I think it should have been called like Sammy and the Vans. Because it was so different? It was a very different band. You know, David Lee Roth really um, was Van Halen to me. So when Sammy Hangar came with a completely different sound and the songs kind of, they didn't have that edge that David Lee Roth had of like a a satirical, a sarcastic, a funny edge. It was more serious 80s pop rock once Sammy joined the band.
1: That's interesting.
2: And and I, I it's not that I don't think he's talented because I think he's got a, a really great voice if if you like screaming dudes Sammy <laughs> Hager is a screaming dude um, who who can uh, yell with the best of them indeed but so so Ben and I Ben the guitar player in, in the band that Wendy and I play in uh, Ben and I waited in line for Van Halen tickets when they came to Milwaukee in 1991. So that was back in the days before. That's a long time ago. Yes, it was. That was back in the days before you could just buy tickets online or even call and get tickets. There was no, I mean, you had to actually wait in line to get seats for a concert.
1: Oh, my goodness. And
2: so we camped out overnight um, when we were, <laughs> you know, 14 years old to get Van Halen tickets to see them at uh, Summerfest. Oh, no, no, Summerfest. I'm sorry. Summerfest was over. It was at the end of August in. Um, 1991, and it was the Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge Tour, the Van Halen Four Unlawful, oh. Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge oh. Tour. So then we go see the concert, and it's, it's not a bad concert, and they play a couple of Sammy solo tunes too. Oh, okay. In addition to playing, you know, the Sammy Van, uh, Van Halen songs, but they also played the, some David Lee Roth Van Halen songs. Huh. And a couple of things kind of soured me to Sammy Hagar Van Halen at that, that particular concert.
1: Uh-oh.
2: In, 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 number one, um, in the middle of Panama, where David Lee Roth will be like, yeah, it's running a little bit hot tonight. I can barely see the road from the heat coming on. <laughs> you know, I I've always love that part. Sammy starts singing right now oh, in, the middle no. of, in the middle of Panama. Un, like he's, intentionally? Like he's trying to make a, like. Yeah, he didn't make a mistake. He was just changing it up. He's like, it's right now. It's right now. And I'm like, Sammy, we're supposed to be running hot tonight. We're not singing right now in the middle of Panama. And it kind of ruined Panama yeah, for me. That would do it for sure. Um, number one. Number two, he said to everybody, hello, Michigan. <gasps> what? Yeah, Sammy. Oh, that's embarrassing. Totally came out and said, hello, how are we doing tonight, Michigan? And everybody's like, go to hell, Sammy. Yeah, Hagar. Seriously. We just want to hear Eddie play a solo.
1: That's um, really embarrassing. I mean, that's shameful.
2: Yeah. Like, I understand life on the road is tough, but you're a professional. We paid $40 to come see you sing your songs. At least know you're in Wisconsin.
1: And from what we know from friends of ours who actually, you know, tour on crew for big shows like that, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon. In fact, I guess it's, it's very common practice to have the name of the city <laughs> like taped to the floor as they enter the stage. Right. Because, you know, it, it's disorienting. A lot of times they wake up in a new city and after doing that, you know, 50 times over. And, and we know that we know that Sammy Hagar likes to party. Yeah,
2: right. I mean, he's got his whole tequila <laughs> named after him, you know, like, and and Ben's been to Cabo Wabo and oh, everything cool. like that. So he's done the entire That's right. um, Sammy Hagar, uh, <laughs> like pilgrimage, I guess. <laughs> so we know that Sammy Hagar likes to party. So maybe he just, he had a couple of shots of tequila before the show that night. Yeah. Um, before, and that's why he screwed up where he was, but that kind of, you know, that, that just soured me a little bit to the Red Rocker after that, but I still enjoy a lot of his songs, I mean, I think Bad Motor Scooter is a great song, obviously uh, his solo work, uh, Where Eagles Fly is a fan, he's got a lot of greats, no question, and I, even Chicken Foot, he plays with Joe Satriani, and uh, Chad Smith, and Michael Anthony from Van Halen. Nice. He's, got, he's got a really cool band called Chickenfoot. Yeah, that's quite a combination of, of talent. Total hard rock super group, and it's great. But um, it took me a little bit to get over the fact that he didn't know where Wisconsin was. But <laughs> that, that's okay, Sammy. You know who I blame it on? I blame it on the aliens that abducted him as a boy. Aliens? Oh, we're coming back to the
1: topic of the episode. Coming,
2: Sammy Hagar. Um, <laughs> Released a book in uh, 2011, and it was a you know a biography of his life and all the hijinks and stuff. And he legitimately seems like a nice guy. Like Sammy Hagar, he you know you, re- you hear him in interviews and everything like that. He seems like a laid back. I mean, he's older. He's not a. He wasn't even young when he was in Van Halen. You know, he already was pretty was pr- getting up there. Um, in rock star world, you know, in, in music, yeah. it's like sports. You know, if you're over thirty years old, right. you're it's a, like, you're an elder, you're a veteran, like dog years. <laughs> and I I think touring and partying does it brings out the dog years in everybody. <laughs> but it it's uh it's great, and his his best description of the 1967 alien abduction that he claims happened to him is probably from Howard Stern. Okay. So, I thought we could go over a little bit of Sammy oh, I'm, Hagar's direct I'm very quotes. Very curious now. Direct quotes from the Howard Stern show. Um, and so Howard asked him, you know, "Were you really abducted by aliens when you were 18?" And Sammy just plain up goes, "Yes, sir, I was."
1: Okay. Well, I guess there's no more disputing it.
2: Yeah. And and, and Sammy said he's like, "You got to be careful with this stuff. You got to be careful because if you say something, people think you're crazy, right?" It'll, well, it'll, it'll, yeah. It'll take away all your credibility. Well, yeah, Sammy, you credibility. I don't know how much credibility that the guy that you know, cabo wabo tequila. Like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of credibility he's looking for. Like, is credibility. Can he drink tequila? Yes, he can. Well, he's credible. Um, he said he. I'm in bed, and all of a sudden, I see in my head. He goes, "This is before wireless. This is before any kind of remote stuff. It was before computers." Okay. But tw- uh, Twenty years old, and. He said he, he didn't drink or anything back then. He said he didn't start drinking until he was 30. <laughs> nice right. work, buddy. Yeah, good job. And, you know, sticking with that, Sammy. <laughs> so I'm lying in bed. I feel like I'm dreaming that there's these little aliens. Two guys sitting in this ship up on the hill behind us about 11 miles away. Oh, wow. And there's this. I could see they had something plugged into me, a wireless thing. I don't know what it was called. It was a wireless remote system. They were just kind of non-forms, kind of, kind of blobs. Kind of a lot like aliens when you see pictures of them, blurry, fuzzy. I never even thought about any of this. And these guys came by and they said, oh, he, he's waking up. They didn't say anything, but, you know, it was all mental telepathy. I felt I was plugged in or something. I didn't know if they were downloading into me now what I know about computers or if they were uploading out of my head in order to see what oh, I need. Oh, man. Knew, okay. Like <laughs> an experiment. So, so, you know, so they were experimenting. They picked... They obviously picked the pinnacle of, of humanity, <laughs> Red Rocker Sammy Hager.
1: Well, he's, um, very, he's very visible. Maybe they wanted to say, like, out of all these people, how did this guy get to that particular point in humanity, you know? That's true. They could
2: be like, this guy's going to be a big rock star one day. He's going to let the people of Earth know how fast that they can drive their cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's going to let them know that 55 ain't going to be it. And he goes on. They said, Oh, he's waking up. We got to end it. They hollered out some weird numerical code. I mean, like it was not of our numerical system, not 911 or 1116 or anything like that. It went like whoop, and the thing was turned <laughs> off. I woke up. My room was white. I couldn't see anything at all. Then pow, it went black. And I laid there in bed, shaking so bad. I mean, it was just really real. And it changed my life. I'll say, well,
1: that would change anyone's life,
2: right? He's, he, yeah, well, he said it, it changed my life. Now that I'm interested in aliens, now I'm looking up in the sky, wondering about mm. stuff. I all of a sudden became interested in astrology,
1: cool.
2: and and then they start making fun of him for being interested in astrology.
1: Oh, that's, that's obnoxious.
2: <laughs> you know, so so Sammy, kind of an alien abduction experience that completely changed. Maybe it led him to be. You
1: know, the great star that that he is all into tequila and not knowing what Wisconsin is. Oh, that's right. Okay, so this happened way before he was he was actually famous. Yes. Okay, so the aliens either either knew that was gonna happen or maybe they made it happen. They 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 could have like aliens, they need to influence the rock
2: stars to influence the youth. <laughs> they figure, you know what we're gonna do, we're gonna make right well that would ex that would explain why Van Halen fired him. It would. Yeah, it would be like, well, um, a- aliens, aliens made the Van Halen brothers do it. They broke up the band. So when you can blame what happened in 1984 with Big David Lee jokes. Roth leaving Van Halen. I think it was aliens. <laughs> All right. Uh, Makes he sense said, to me. Yeah, and he said that when he was four years old, another thing happened, and he didn't put this into the book. But uh, at the time, uh, he considered it to be, he thought he saw a car with no wheels in the sky. We lived out in the country, and I saw this thing floating across the field, creating a big dust storm. I threw rocks at it. I didn't know what happened after that.
1: So, hmm.
2: yeah, scary
1: car. Yeah. Car with no wheels. Okay, like okay. a hovercraft, it, like a wheel in the sky that keeps on turning.
2: Yep, <laughs> and uh, you know, so so Sammy Hagar, um, abducted by aliens, is probably. My personal favorite rock star. It's uh, pretty good. I got to say UFO story. Well,
1: I have, I have to admit, I, I did watch the YouTube videos um, of the interview and, and read a few other articles online about this particular topic. And he really is, you know, it's convincing when you hear him talk about it. It's like, he definitely believes this, this happened. So whether it was in his imagination or not, he's convinced
2: yeah, and, you know, he could have had some missing time. I mean, they could have – maybe they uploaded some words into his brain. Some you know some of his best work could be extraterrestrial in nature. I mean, I don't <laughs>
1: – Maybe they, got, um, they gave him that ability to, to sing really high.
2: Yeah, he can sing really high too. You know, <laughs> oh, like, yeah.
1: Ah! And, you know, I guess I make him
2: sound like someone being stabbed or something like that. But, uh, no, Sammy, <laughs> he does have a really high voice. Um, but that is, that is my personal favorite, uh, UFO celebrity story.
1: Great. And,
2: um, we do have a few more. I mean, we're going to have a whole episode dedicated to David Bowie because yeah. David, I mean, not, not only, um, you know, did he have that character he played and stuff as Ziggy Stardust. I mean, David Bowie in the 1970s, um, really was in Aliens. So while this episode was pretty much dedicated to Sammy, um, we have a, we have a few more people that we want to kind of get into on a, on a more, uh, intense basis and go over the kind of relationship that they've had, uh, with UFOs too.
1: Sounds great, Mike. And on that note, um, this episode is 11. So you can find the show notes at othersidepodcast.com slash 11 the numbers one one and please contact us if you have any questions or uh, ideas for topics for future shows or if you want to tell us about your alien abduction story
2: oh yeah if you've seen a ufo or anything like that and you know i've discovered with the ghost tour that once you kind of say that you're into this stuff people come out of the woodwork with stories that have happened to them they're like you know nobody else is going to believe me
1: and um Trust us. Meet somebody with an open mind who's willing to at least listen and, you know, consider that it could have happened, then,
2: yeah. We're ready to believe you. We are. So, um, why don't we talk a little bit about this week's Song of the Week? That sounds great. What is it, Mike? Uh, This one is from our release earlier this year, Archaeopteryx. Uh, This song is based on, um, well, the book by uh, Eric Von Däniken. Uh, who, wrote a song, who wrote a book back in the uh, early 70s about uh, aliens visiting the earth in the ancient world. And much like Ezekiel, uh, the book was called Chariots of the Gods. And that's what this song is called.
0: doesn't want to feel alone She hates the trash that spawned her She hates a broken home She likes it when I say aliens Made homo sapiens She likes it when I talk my And the chariots of the gods Her blood of the more than just civility, bread for more than this burned out hole For listening to today's episode. You can find us online at OthersidePodcast.com. Until next time, see you on the other side.